Yeah! Welcome back to Two C's with a pod, your award-winning content creators of the year. I'm Andy Cavanaugh. That's um, Matt Campbell. I'm Matt, yeah. This is me. Look at us. Look at yeah, us. Award-winning. Award-winning content huh? creators of the year. I like yeah, that. Content creators of the year. Uh, that's okay. us. That's us. I'm being handed a note by our producers. Okay. Oh, apparently there was a typo. Oh, oh no. We're not the content creators of the year. <laughs> okay. okay. Apparently we are content creators for a year. For a year. Oh, okay. So we have to, con- we have to create content for a year, which yeah. we did. Which we yeah. created for a year. I got it. Okay. Yeah, the typo was of the year. Yeah. That's and why the- apparently uh, it's we. So do we even get like a certificate for this or... Like, is it a cool certificate? So no plaques, no awards. Yeah. No, but, probably not. Probably not. Uh, it's like one of those word. Oh, oh, they're talking to me. Hold on. So it's like one of those word certificates. <laughs> like that you created or? Oh, uh, word certificate. Is it like professionally done? Like, did somebody go to a trophy shop to get this certificate? No? No, of course not. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, I'm still going to hang it. Yeah, well, no, of course, absolutely. Yeah. If if people like if people that are like celebrities like a tweet I like I I actually sent out, then I like print it out and hang well, yeah. it up on my wall. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, why so wouldn't I'm you? Definitely, yeah, so I'm definitely gonna like definitely put this certificate for content creator for the year. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a hell of an award. All right, well, before we get started, you know what you know what time it is. It's time to thank our good friends over at Cornerstones. Oh. Today's yeah. pod is brought to you by our good friends over at Cornerstones. Cornerstones is a video cast exploring the music of Fish and the Grateful Dead. Cover to cover, episode one drops September 1, and it's something you want to be on the ground for. If you haven't checked it out, what the hell are you waiting for? Get over there and check it out right now at CornerstonePHGD on Twitter. That's going to link to everywhere you need to go. Nailed it. On that, how did uh, how'd, uh, how'd, how'd the premiere go? So far, so good. It, I actually have. So again, I'll tell you, it, it's been very cool. The the response, and I have over a hundred views, which is so I've only viewed it about seventy seven times. So I would say that's probably about at least thirty. My you know my math isn't great, but twenty three. I think original views at that point. No, but I'm joking. Make but, that um, six. Make that sixteen because I've hit it eight times. Oh, okay, eight times too. Okay, very good. So. <laughs> Um, now I do think that's it. They're all joking aside. I did find out things about YouTube that are interesting. Like you really can't do that, which makes sense because a lot of your ad revenue is going is if you do ads is based around clicks, right? So of course, if you were someone that wanted to make money on YouTube, you would literally just sit and click and click. So you only have a certain amount of, do you know what that parameter is? Like, I don't know the numbers, but I know you can, you can click. Hello. All right, coming in. See, this yeah. is a this is an audio thing, so you have to talk. You can't just wave. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Now that was funny. That was clever. Hi, Annika. Yeah. Yeah. You are. You are. You have to audibly talk. <laughs> All right. 
This is probably why we're content creators for a year and not content creators well, of the year. Maybe we should turn it over to her because this is clever. Like, I really like this whole gag she's playing right now. I'm really think, into it. I think we'll... Hi. Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, there there we go. Uh, we... Okay. All right. <laughs> Zoom is so much fun. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, she's... Uh... She's off to soccer practice. So you've got you've got soccer practice. She's got soccer practice. A lot of soccer happening. Every, a lot of soccer going on. Um, all right, tell me about YouTube. Oh, so you, I think you only get so many clips a day that it counts. Does that make sense? So like, like you personally, me personally, or just anyone. So it's like they really count when they're counting your views. They're counting like original clicks. Like, and so I think you can click on it like once a day and it counts it, but I don't, I don't think you can just sit there and go click, 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 click. And it counts it. I thought sense. it counted it by the IP address. There so, you go too. So meaning, I, is, so that's, that's the question I had. So I think you're exactly right that it basically it's original IP addresses that are clicking it. Right. Yeah. So if you, I mean, basically you could watch it from your house and then you could go hook up to the Wi-Fi over at the Starbucks Right. Watch it there. Technically, technically that um, count as a second hit, even though it really was me at that point. Yeah. Hey, if you're a technical wizard and you can help Matt um, <laughs> game this click thing and this view thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, if, you want to help me because I'm the only one that's thought of this or thinks of, right. like, you know, like, surely. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, remember when websites used to have the clicker on there of, like, the number of hits or whatever yeah oh, good times that was, that was a big why, why don't people do that anymore also um if you're gonna help matt get his youtube views up your boys here could also help if you could just kind of you know game our statistics up too Please do uh because we're, we're still click on apple click on yeah Podbean, what are, what are all these other yeah we're out on uh spotify, spotify. On, uh, spotify. amazon Stream, stream the two C's channel on Spotify. Yeah. It's just us wrestling clips and um, <laughs> just anti-Trump propaganda, just like 24 seven. It's, it's a really exciting. Station. That sounds like Twitter. <laughs> also again. So it's basically just right. A, a sound and audio version of your Twitter feed. So exactly. Did you hear the uh, vaccines coming out November 1st? I, I did hear that. How timely, perfect timing, as as it will always. Again, if you take that vaccine, I'm going to let you take that one first, and then I'm going to see kind of what happens, and then I'll, I'll take it after, if that makes sense. You want to know what's funny when you say, hey, have you heard the vaccine's coming out November 1st? Yeah. Like people that are like Democrats say that it's a benefit to the Republicans, and Republicans are like, oh, yeah, there you go right around the election time. So it's like, it's like the vaccine is the opposite party's benefit to the opposite party's benefit. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll just tell you this from everything I've read or anything I've talked about or looked about from science people or whatever, it takes at least, at least, and I'm sure they're going to try to fast track this and they need to fast track it as much as they can, but it's, it's a good year and a half to two years that you're looking at before vaccine is safe and and able to be mass produced and taken. So I'm very skeptical of anything that whether it helps Joe Biden or whether it helps Donald Trump, I don't care about any of that. What I do care about is that it's safe and that everybody is going to be okay that takes it. You know, if that makes sense. So. Well, speaking of safety and returning to places, 
How's yes. school? You you went back this week. In you, you got you got the kids you got the kids back. So it, tell us tell us about your day. Again, so it's it's quasi it's virtual. Um, so right now it's so in my situation at least it is virtual. Um, again, I know in different districts, including yours, ch- your children, um, my children's district is. Also, some of them are going back. Some of them are virtual. So it's similar there in in yours as well. Um, But for my school district, we are virtual only up until um, October 22nd. So all kids, not just um, the kids who signed up for virtual, but all kids are virtually being taught right now. So we're doing a very um, heavy amount of virtual teaching, honestly. We have our students, I, I worked it out, we have our students on Zoom for about four hours of the day. It is, it is cut up, of course, you know, like it, it, so basically I never have the kids over an hour on Zoom, if that makes sense, at a time. We're always taking some sort of short break, they have a lunch break, recess break, literally kind of a schedule you would have for school. What do they do for recess? It's up to them. That's the beauty of it. Again, I have, I have no, I literally, that's, it's a wonderful thing, Andy. I will tell you, there are things about it that are great. Some of the things that truly bother me in this profession are gone when it's virtual. Okay. I don't love recess monitoring. Okay. And you know, in some districts that are rich enough, they pay a recess monitor, um, we don't in ours. We have to again police our recesses as teachers, and it is not fun. That's my le- one of my least favorite things to do. That's something we don't have to do virtually. We have to take them on restroom breaks and like police the restroom. Again, something we don't have to do virtually. If you got to go, I've had kids for the last two days keep going. Can I go to the bathroom, Mr. Kim? I'm like, listen, please hear me, guys. Just go. Stop video and leave. Just go and go to the bathroom and come back. Like. That's cool, you know. Now, I'm gonna notice if you don't come back, you know, I'm sure they're gonna try to game it and some little tricksters are gonna try to go, hey, let me see how long, you know, I can go. Again, I can mark that and we can take a look at that, you know. But again, it's, it's I don't know. So some of the things, I, I was telling Deanna too, the adult, right? A lot of the, the, the bad things, I'm sure if you ask Kara, she'll tell you, a lot of the bad things about working in schools has everything to do with the adults there, not the kids, not the kids. Kids are going to be kids and they can be a frustration, but they're also the joy of the, the job. And that's the great part about the job is working with the kids. The adults, at least half of them in every building are terrible, terrible. And they're, they're just awful people. And I know that that's... <laughs> And I know that that's like in every job, I'm sure your jobs, you know, and you've worked with a large amount of people, you found it to be the case. Like there's just, and so that part I don't have to deal with. Like, I don't have to see Mrs. Smith and I'm just making up a name in the hallway that I really don't care for to give me some like stupid look or some nonsense, you know, or just the petty, silly adult stuff that happened. So wait, but you're going to your building, right? Here's the other beautiful thing. Until kids are going to the buildings, I, I teach from home, man. You you are now sitting in room 124. Hey, uh, room yeah. 20, 124. Welcome, exactly. So um, that's why I've got my map back up. Um, I, if you can kind of see my whiteboard, I have like a whiteboard over here. It's kind of hard. To uh, I do okay. notice something different about your map. My map doesn't have all the like fish stuff all over it or what else? It's missing three little letters. 
Oh, I did have to. I honestly, I'm not sure about that. If I had to take it down or not, I I debated asking about it and making it a thing. Um, I decided not to. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I did. I did, and I think that's appropriate. I want. It's a careful line that we have to draw. Um, I don't find that uh, again. I'm. I'm. It's sad to me in a world that that's a a provocative statement, if that makes sense, or that it is controversial to me. But if it is, I'm I'm not sure that that's the fight that I want to have with parents right off the bat. If that makes sense too. Sure. It's just it's just no. You gotta you gotta be like your uh, you gotta be like your girl Elizabeth Warren and have it like real subtly in like blocks. I love that. I love that. And again, that's, that's something that I also thought about kind of. Um, but I, I just uh, went ahead and said, I'm not, I'm not tricky enough or clever enough to make that work. You could just tell people it's your kids' names. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, <laughs> Larry, and Mike. Um, exactly. I, those those are your kids. kids. Those I nailed kids. it right up there. Yeah. It's really easy. Yeah. But the problem is I'd be like, what was those kids' name again? It'd be Brandy. Brandy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leonard and uh, Malcolm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look. So again, it was something that, so basically there was things that I did take down out of some of my posters and then my little soccer stuff. You can't really tell what some of this stuff is. It's like just ticket stuff. But, um, just so that it's something for them to look at. I do have a green screen. I should have put it up. If I would have had time in between all this stuff, I, I do have a green screen now. So like I can have those cool like virtual backgrounds. It's kind did, of uh, did you get the green screen or did the school provide that for you? Here's okay. Here's what, here's what school teachers do. The butcher paper that we get for bulletin boards. The, so the green yeah. butcher paper works as a green screen. So I have taken, I've taken the, the butcher paper and taken like three big strips and then taped it together so that, and then I hang it up. So you, I don't know if you, it's kind of hard to see, but I've got it like, I've got like taped up behind me, these little hooks. There's like one right there you can kind of see. And then one over here where my like mouse is right there. Yeah. So I yeah. hang my little green screen paper right there. And then I have a virtual background. So then I can change it to whatever. And it looks really silly. I wish again, I, sh- I got to show you sometime because I have the best darn it. I should ha- I wish I had it up and it's too much of a pain in the ass to do real fast, but I have it set up to where I took a screenshot of myself. Okay. In my classroom. All right. Then I, 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 I then step off. Right. And then I use that as my virtual background. So if there's like a meeting that I really don't want to be at, or like for like 10 minutes, I just need to step out, but I need to look like I'm there. If I make that, that screenshot, my virtual background, it looks now I'm not moving. So, you know, if it's like a big zoom, you, you know, it'll be hard. It'll be impossible to tell. But if it's like a few people, you're going to notice that Mr. Campbell's literally like, (laughs) <laughs> you know completely frozen and not moving but and see that that was yeah. going to be one of my questions you know when you're talking about the kids that are they're going to the bathroom and they're gone forever my question was going to be like how long does it take until one of these little bastards games it to where <laughs> they just got like a cardboard cutout dude if i thought of that if i thought of that little screenshot black you know black background with the green screen now it's a little tricky because they don't have a green screen right but they will, they will come up with ways. Well, I'll give you an example. I think I might've told you. Okay, I had to shut down my chat, right? Because the F-bomb got put in my chat, right? So what do the kids do? 
Well, I'll just tell you, they go to the rename, right? So they start communicating on the rename, on the name themselves. So they go over here and they go to rename and they're like, so I'll type you a message right here, Andy. I'll say, uh, text me, Andy, and then type it in. And now that's my <laughs> minute, right? And so that's what they would do. So again, you're exactly right. If there's a way around whatever, like, barrier you kind of put in front of them with that kind of things they will find a way around it now the only thing they have that's a problem though and i'll shut up i'm, I'm talking like but the only thing they have that's like a problem is mr campbell's like as sneaky as they are so the kind of thing so i thought of that immediately that whole screenshot virtual background thing so some of the tricks that they think of or do i'm gonna maybe be at least caught up with them or step ahead because i'm as sneaky as they are that makes sense. Yeah, I used to have employees that I was like, you realize like you didn't invent sneaking out. <laughs> Correct. You right. didn't invent like right. like yeah. I was your age once. I realize I'm old now, but right. exactly. like all of this stuff, like believe me, you're an amateur compared to me. Correct. And if if you're doing it, just know I'm allowing it. It's not that you're getting away with it. <laughs> Like, if you think you're, you're, you know, like, I, I, I love that. Like, part of me is even with fourth graders, there's times when I go, when I will overlook stuff, but I want to be very clear, and I'll say it all the time to them, that there's times when, just because you think that I don't, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I still see it, and I know what's happening. You know what I mean? Just because I may not be stopping it right then and right there, just know it's always kind of in there. You know, well, so. speaking of fourth graders, and having to stop things right then and right there. I got to stop you right now. Oh, it's time. It's that it time. Is. Yeah, it's time for... Time to pay the bills. <laughs> we got to pay the bills. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I saw, I've heard this, an advanced copy of this. Um, this one's got a, got a little twist at the, uh, at the end, so, so pay attention. Um, okay. All right, well, let me... Uh, let me turn it over. Uh, if you need a drink or something, you got about 25 or 30 seconds to go get you something. Okay. I'm, I'm gone. Oi, are you a dude that wants to learn how to pick up smoking ass hot chicks? Well, I'm your man with the plan. Don't head over to Instagram because those pussy snowflakes reported FPP for content violation two weeks ago. Pussies. It's okay. Still don't need their lame ass site. Just page me. At one eight seven seven five 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 six nine six nine, and when you hear "Hey, this is Philip, you've reached my pager," if you leave your number, I'll call you back later. You know you've reached a legit poonhound himself. Anything else? Just an imposter. Page today, and let's get you on your way to being horizontal with that ten you've been dreaming about. And I've been getting a lot of hate tweets and hate Instagram messages. People not believing me. Well, if you don't believe me, this is a real life testimonial from former loser turned legit poonhound. Take it away, man. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I was skeptical at first, but thanks to FPP, I was able to put the skills I learned to capture the girl of my dreams. All I had to do was devise a plan I learned at FPP school that required me stealing her phone and with the use of hypnosis, erase her memory to where I am the man of her dreams. Thanks to FPP, I found my little Donsky, and my life is the best it's ever been. Thanks, FPP.
A testimonial would have pissed me off. Just come home, little Donsky. You know I'll find you. I won't stop looking. Come home, little Donsky. Get rid of that loser. Well, I, okay. Uh, I just got a, back. I didn't hear all of that, but I heard enough. Yeah, apparently uh, he had a testimonial, and the testimonial guy has uh, scored with Lil Donsky. Or, <laughs> I don't know, is... That's the way he's perceiving it, yeah. Well, that's no shocker. Um, yeah, so... It happens. It happens yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, the student becomes a teacher, apparently. That's a, exactly. We're on the school theme for sure. So. Uh, you've been watching the Cobra Kai on the Netflix. No, okay. So what's really interesting is that that came out on YouTube, like on a YouTube channel, right? Because that was like a thing. There's a YouTube TV, right? Yeah. And I heard about. So I I was I was reading all about it, and then now I'm seeing that it came out on Netflix. So I guess for one, it was keep. It was, I was like, is this a new thing? Is this like a, already a sequel to that other thing, or is this just now? the Netflix release of the YouTube channel thing. Is that what, I, so that's what it is, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we've been watching a few episodes on Netflix. Netflix, it's, right, but I think uh, it's, it was out for a second on YouTube. I have not seen it. Deanna, I, we've talked about it. I think she's very, very tempted because she is big, big Karate Kid fan. Like we- Well, so I, I'm watching it. One of the things that I don't like- Okay. Okay, is I don't like, and we've talked about this, and I think when I, I went on the diatribe about Creed 2, remember, remember my diatribe about that, about, listen, Drago was a bad guy. He has zero redeeming social qualities whatsoever. Correct. Do not make him a sympathetic figure. That was terrible. To where, like, if you, if you watch Creed 2, you're like, wait, why am I supposed to root for this why am I supposed to root against Drago's kid? Like, what'd he do? Uh, his, uh, his mom left him. He's been with his dad. And right. he beat He's Adonis Creed fair and square. Um, right. why, do, why do I not like him? Right. Maybe, he, right. Maybe I'd be a fan of his. Exactly. So, so that's really interesting. I honestly have seen neither Creed movies, so I should probably not comment on either one. So Cobra Kai is basically yeah. painting... Johnny as the the good guy yeah um to where he's training this kid that gets bullied by you know this is kind of first season type stuff we haven't gotten very far but he's training this kid this nerdy kid that's basically basically Johnny's Mr. Miyagi he's got this nerdy Daniel kid and then Daniel is like this uh he's got like this car lot business that he's like retired. super he's successful retired. and he's retired from you know the the bird yeah. crane like he doesn't he doesn't just karate anymore no he's like no but put my but, karate shoes but away see, see i i want to be real real careful when we take our heroes and turn them into villains and our villains and turn them into heroes yeah no i know that's been a thing for you that is a very um that's a consistent thing for you i, I mean, don't I, know i also I, get that everything is perspective based like, if you've ever heard of, like, if you read books of mafia, like, the John Gotti's daughter wrote a book. Mm -hmm. And, like, her, the whole thing, one of the things in the book was, like, hey, to us, the FBI guys and the cops and you know, all the of these people guys. were the bad guys. Like, these are the people that were coming to take our stuff. And these are, 
Um, it's also perspective too. Like you think about that's one of the biggest things that gangsters initially do is that they give to the poor, right? They kind of do this Robin Hood thing where like they take care of the neighborhood, they take care of, you know, these stores and they come and bring, you know, and drop off turkeys and Thanksgiving. And again, it's, you know, Nino Brown did it in New Jack City, yeah. right? Right, exactly. Like that's part of what they do. So there's there's like yin and yang of kind of that, that whole scenario. Um, again, though, part of me is like when, you know, when you think about, again, perspective of like Cobra Kai, you think about Johnny, honestly, at the end, he's kind of waffling a little bit, if you remember. Like, I, I mean, he's not feeling it at the end of the first one, right? He's like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because at the end really of the first one, but he goes that. away at the end of the first one. That's it. That's the end of, that's the last thing that we see right. he just in Karate of, Kid. Because yeah. yeah. in Karate Kid 2, we go to Okinawa. Exactly, right. And then I forget what happens in Karate Kid Three, and then even I didn't never saw the one with Jaden Smith. Um, I also I never correct. saw the one with the girl. We um, stayed pretty no, we've stayed pretty close to. I will say that I feel a very much like a Karate Kid one and two expert, even though I don't even. It's not like that big a thing for me, but my wife will watch it. Yeah, we watch it at least once a month. I would say it's on. You know, either wow, either that's, or. a that's, lot of times. A lot of times it's the Okinawa one. We're big, big. We like two. That's one of those ones that honestly might be better than one. It would be, it would, I mean, you know, it would have, it would have an argument. I think if you, cause we've, we've talked about, you know, what sequels are better than the originals though. That goes around on Twitter a lot. I think Karate Kid 2 might have an argument. Definitely. You know, the thing that I, I never understood about Karate Kid, the first one, like I don't understand this. There's one line in here that i do let's not understand let's figure this out right now okay yeah so they're at the all valley championship of course it's like the la russa la russo versus johnny right right at the end sure like you don't hear anything except you hear somebody yell johnny you're a cream puff where's it come from where's it where's no, it come remember. from what you know like I, I just never understood like this heckle that you hear. And like, who just... was on LaRusso's side? Like, I feel like part of the plot was like everybody was against him, right? Like everybody was against the Karate Kid. Like everybody was kind of rooting for the, I don't know. That just seems like, a, that was a strange deal. He was like an outsider, but yet you've got this, like somebody that's going to heckle Johnny throughout the whole guy. show. He had an inside guy. He must have. He had a bit. He had a guy. He's like, hey, it's probably a Miyagi deal. You know, Miyagi had tricks, dude. He, you know, you know, he wasn't afraid to like do things. Maybe you know, you might not, might not be totally fair or above board. So maybe he was like, hey, talk to buddies. Like, dude, you got like an hour. I'm just gonna pay. You just come down and just yell at this kid named Johnny. He's a teenage kid. It's gonna feel really weird. <laughs> but just like just <laughs> just say johnny you're a cream puff just, just just say he's a chicken and a wuss and a cream puff exactly just totally just berate like, this child while he has this in this tournament so it's kind of like well it's a it's a you know what it is it's a billy madison scenario dude <laughs> like dude. you remember the guy you pays to like heckle him classic right billy madison man. no not billy so, madison nah i'm sorry not uh, uh happy, happy gilmore, gilmore. happy yeah. gilmore yeah i always forget i was yeah those two movies right so uh, true or false Adam Sandler movies straight downhill after happy Gilmore of course Have big you daddy seen big daddy was pretty good 
stupid. Big Daddy's funny. It's cute, you know? Like, Big Daddy's cute, you know what I mean? Like, most of his movies in the past to me were funny because they were kind of, like, crude and kind of, like... And Big Daddy has its crudeness, but it's a cute movie, you know? Like, I think... Did you watch, have you seen this, the, what, what's the Hidden Gems or whatever this thing is? The, no, the no, I haven't seen it. Right? Dude, I don't get it. People love it. I don't get it because I just think it's awful. Awful, so bad. I don't, I don't understand it. Kevin Garnett, like Kevin Garnett's in it. Kevin Garnett is like a huge character in it. It's really weird. I think and, they and did it, it together. Yeah, and the weekend. Yeah, okay. So the weekend. Maybe that. Maybe they, yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe like Garnett had some money in it too. I don't know. But I'll just tell you, like, it is weird. And the weekend's in it too. Like I said, like I don't know, man. It's a weird movie. I, I'm a thumbs down on it. It's worth checking out. You know, it's not the. You know, it's not going to be the waste of two hours. But Deanna fell asleep fast. Well, um, two two things. Let's we'll go. We we need to get back on. Uh, oh, your we got day. a topic. Yeah. Did you get a topic? Oh, okay. Well, your topic of you're, no, you're supposed it. to be telling us. Um, yeah. But before we lose too much of that, you may want to change your name back from Text Me Andy. To- uh, <laughs> now, this is my this is my personal <laughs> account, so this won't show up for my kids. Thankfully, I'm on my own computer. But you're right; I am going to change that <laughs> because that's going to be awkward when whenever I get on a Zoom. It won't be with my kids, but whenever yeah, it is, you're going to forget who you're. Uh, you're going to forget about it and. Somebody's going to be like, hey, man, why is your name text me, Andy? But I think, you know what, though? I think it always, I think it always reverts back, weirdly. Like, it I may. Yeah, mine always just comes in as... Yeah, I hate that. I hate it's that. like my Twitter name. It's just Andy Cavanaugh. That's yeah. how you know that I was early on Twitter because I, I got my name. You got no numbers and you got your exact name. Now, I didn't go for my, my exact name, but I could know. There's no way my, my name is like the most common name in America. So what's uh, so what are you liking about the Zoom and the virtual class? Okay, um, again, some of those things I talked about a little bit before. No adults that are really so, again. I miss oh, miss a lot of the people that my are are friends that I like to talk to at school because I do have those. Um, but on the flip side, I don't really have to deal with all those things. Um, they have their own lunch. Okay, so like all the things that like taking them to lunch, feeling rushed because I got to get back and pick them up and in the cafeteria. And it's just, there's so many things that on a logistical level are, are great, are kind of nice to miss. Um, on, the, on the flip side, now the, the negatives to me, there's a million of them. Um, as far as a teaching tool and a way to learn, it is absolutely, it's not ideal. Um, yeah, we ran, in, we ran into that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so L had virtual mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. um, Monday, she was done by 10 30. Yes. Wednesday I came home and I was like, Hey, how's it going? She's like, Oh, uh, I, I didn't get anything done. She got stuck. Right. And so she didn't have anybody to help her get unstuck. So she was just frustrated all day. Sure. Because, you know, I mean, it I was, was- yeah, and I, here, so here's my theory on this, Andy, okay? And here's, this is where I have, this is kind of my problem with it, okay? Is that you can't do both. You can't do both. What we're doing, what I see with my children is what they're doing in, in, in independence a little bit is where they're going half on, half off, or they have some kids that are in and some kids that are off. 
and they are absolutely ignoring and are completely not caring what the virtual kids are doing and not giving them near enough information, not near enough work. Where Andy, I'll tell you, my day is a school day, man. Those kids feel it like a school day. I feel it like a school day. They are on Zoom, like I said, for four hours throughout the day. They start their day at 8.30 in the morning. They don't end it till three. So what I'm telling you is, is that if you do it one way, if you say, like our district is all kids, all kids are on virtual till October 22nd, then you can do it and make it doable to where kids aren't frustrated, to where kids aren't getting done at a, with a school day at 1030, to where all this stuff. But if you try to virtual half, half it and virtual not half it and try to go, okay, well, like my kid's school is doing, the teachers are teaching face to face, but then they have virtual hours, which is insane. And that's not working. And they're not there to Zoom. They're not there to talk. They're not there to help them. There's assignments, you know, like some there, some days there's assignments there, some days there's not so far. Like, so I'll just tell you, like, if, if you're going to do any kind of virtual teaching, it has to be everybody and it has to be a full, you know, commitment to that. If you try to do half on, half off, some kids are face to face, some kids are virtual, some kids are, you're going half, you're going like a week to face to face and then you're going a week to virtual. That will, that will never work if you want virtual to look like face-to-face, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's kind of the uh, half-pregnant thing. <laughs> exactly. You can't, exactly. You know, you either got to be in or you're out. Correct. Um, and, and, so, and that's where, like, it's kind of weird. I feel like I feel terrible because when I look at what Piper's doing as a second grader, and then I know what we're expecting out of our second graders in Raytown, it's, it's not even close. Like our Raytown second graders are having a full day of school and they are Zooming, they're going to specials every day in a Zoom. They're going, they're getting librarian, they're getting, you know, counselor, they're getting really, again, all the services because basically, again, what's happening in these face-to-face half hybrid situations is what honestly has to happen. Because think about it, Andy, what are they the most concerned about right now? the face-to-face kids, right? Because that's the safety issue. Well, that's and that's the thing, you know, the thing they, they, too about face-to-face. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt oh, you. Um, the, the thing about face-to-face and like specific to L's is it does, it's human nature. You know, like the customer that I, the customer that I have in front of me is more important than the guy that's on the phone. Exactly. That's what right? I'm saying. So, Correct. So, so the guy on the phone you know, now the guy on the phone thinks he's the most important thing. But the thing is, is like, I've I've actually gotten a little, I've gotten a little annoyed at my phone customers. Not the, uh, the regulars that call me in that, you know, they just rattle off the order. Hey man, I need the blah, 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 blah in a medium, blah, blah, you know, and they got it. I, the people that call them like, um, tell me, tell me, the the fifteen um, things you have, yeah. Which, uh, what, what green smoothies do you have? Oh Christ! You know, like um, yeah. what size? I can make anything green, bro. What do you like, want? <laughs> it's like, listen, just go online and look at our menu. Or you know what? The, to me, like to me, our call-in customers are people that are in a hurry. You know what you want. You want your stuff made. You want to get in, you want to get out. 
that's something we try to do when we call. You know, we always check the online menu. We're ready to go to order. We're not going to be asking 15 questions. We know exactly what we want to order and we're ready. Yeah. It's ready. Yeah. You, you, because the sure thing is, is like, there are times where the phone's ringing and I've got somebody in front of me. Hey, let me, let me take this real quick, you know, because like it'll, yeah. it'll roll. But if that real quick comes, uh, yeah, can you tell me what? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is just human nature. And I was trying to, you know, I mean, if somebody emails me and I'm dealing with six customers, I'm not going to go check my email to see did exactly. I, you know, so that's exactly, so that's, you, you couldn't be more correct. So that's a great example again of where there is. And I, I honestly, and that's what infuriates me a little bit about the situation, because again, we were put in a situation where we had to either choose safety or choose, you know, a quality education and we chose we chose one which i don't blame anybody who chose quality education i don't blame anybody who chose safety it's a personal choice it's all good with whatever you decided to do um but for me like when we made that choice we should have been offered an equal an equitable situation and we're not being offered that same equitable situation that the kids that are face to face are and so that's, that's a problem. And that, again, goes to the fact that, Andy, so much is being put in to be face-to-face, -face, right? Like all the protocols, all the things, all the masking, all the extra bathroom breaks, all the washing of the hands, all the keeping of everybody safe at the school is going to be priority number one. It has to be. It has to be. Or you've, it's literally a safety issue, if that makes sense. Right now, all my kid is missing virtually online is education. Now, that's not going to kill them. Maybe right. in the long I mean, philosophically, it could in the long run. Um, but in the short term, it's not potentially going to be a life-threatening thing. Well, you know? so here's – I'm going to look at it from a sports perspective. Sure. Like it dawned on me a few days ago that Annika missed her second year of T-ball. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she will – when softball starts back up, she will not have had that second year of T-ball and will go straight into like a machine pitch or a coach's pitch. If, if they do that, you know, again, to me, that's something that I think leagues and people should think about, right? Is that you, you could. But it's forever. Yeah, no, no, no. I, listen, I know. But Andy, what I'm going to say is, is, and that to me is the key, is if you have a national strategy on how to deal with all this stuff, then everybody's in the same boat though right like okay so, yeah and, we're running and, we're running low on time but I, and i feel like i'm going to open pandora's box with this question but do you okay. really think yeah. the, we got a little bit of time do you really think that the president should be dictating like what age t-ball should cut off at no no, <laughs> like, no that's not hold on slow down slow down that's not what i mean okay well, well i just want to clarify because it kind of came no. off like you were like yeah, the national strategy should have something to do with when I'm we're... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. A national strategy for how to deal with the pandemic. Does that make sense? Okay. Meaning, meaning that... My kid's t-ball is a part of that strategy. It better be. Would be, exactly, would be under that umbrella that he would say, okay, or even a statewide or some sort of direction where you say everybody's at an equal footing. All businesses are at an equal footing for, in your case, on your kind of other part of your life. Um, all kids are at the same footing. So listen, if, if Annika misses her second year of T-ball, 
that's okay if everybody misses their second year of t-ball, right? But if we say, well, Missouri kids had a lockdown, Missouri kids had to miss their second year of t-ball, but Tennessee kids got to play baseball, or we even go to like counties. We even go to like, you know, we say this county got to play t-ball and their second graders got to go or their second year kids, but these kids didn't. That to me is where you have a problem with not a national strategy of going, okay, we're going to level things out equally throughout everyone so that everyone's still in that same boat. And education is the number one thing, right? Is the biggest piece of going, okay, let's slow down. And they've done, I will yeah, say- but done, okay. I guess my point is, is that, and you know, maybe what happens is that if I'm 18 now, and I graduate college or if I'm, you know, whatever, if I'm in college now, maybe instead of the normal graduation being 22, 23, yeah, maybe I just get started at 24. Right. The I mean, time, that time, timetable shift and that there's kind of this gap year. There's a lot of, again, there, Andy, that's the thing that in some ways, whether we get rid of the vaccine or whether we get, we will get rid of, I think, this and we'll get over it and we'll have a vaccine and we'll get to a point where we're moving forward. Yeah, as soon as it's released when Biden's elected, it will. <laughs> exactly. So you November 5th. <laughs> so awesome. So, but it will happen. And then to me, then we'll always, it'll always affect us. So the idea that it'll ever go away, it never will. It's similar to like 9-11. It's a marker now in our lives where we'll, we will have to say like pre-COVID and post-COVID because all, all these kids that have gone through school and have missed this like year and are in this like virtual weird thing, they are going to be known as like COVID kids now. So, so these kids that like, if that makes sense, and I don't mean in like a pejorative way or like a bad way, what I mean is they're going to be known as kids who had that like traumatic year of missing completely school because of this weird pandemic thing and they're always going to have that affect them in some ways throughout you know each thing so us fourth grade teachers right now are going what did they miss in third grade right to fill in those gaps yeah exactly now, now we always are anyway so i don't mean to say this like and i'm not trying to talk no trash on third grade teachers it's just the way it works the expectations are beyond what we can do for a lot of these kids but what I would say is, is that even more now than normal, we're going, okay, they literally didn't get half a school year, right? So we have to fill in those gaps. So what does that do? Just like you're saying, it then ripples all the way through. So every year, those kids are like a half year behind. There's no, there's no way to avoid it. Yeah, or the curriculum changes. Well, that would be super cool, wouldn't it? And again, that would that would take pre-planning, that would take a national strategy, that would take again decent and organized and, and together people saying, We're gonna work this out. And that's not what happened in the six months, Andy, that we had. That's the problem. Yeah, for, and I think for, part of the the six months, and again, I, I feel like I opened Pandora's box here a little bit, but I felt like okay. in the six months there was there was so much oh, this will be over in two weeks. Yeah, this will be well, over in two weeks, and I, I feel like on both this, sides, this will be over in two sure. weeks. Uh, sure. yeah, look, we okay if we do this for two weeks, this will be over. And so, when you tell people that this will be over in two weeks, and if you just do this for a month, and hey, we'll get you back in six weeks, you don't make long term plans for that. You, you know where I felt like where I felt like this became a real thing. It's when the WWE took over the Amway Center. I know. 
You don't you invest that me. type of money you if you think, that. hey, I'm going to be able to put 75,000 people in, in Raymond James Stadium in, in March. They, they are making plans where they're like, we're not going to be able to put 75,000 people in a stadium for two WrestleManias at least. So let's funnel all of our money into this, making this experience the way that it is. When, when billion-dollar organizations are making those decisions, that's lifeblood is live events, live crowds, big, big things. You know, we missed Santa Caligon this weekend. Right. Well, some people missed it. I don't know that I missed it. You might have missed it. You know, there was a virtual Santa Caligon. Good God. There was a, a virtual Santa Caligon. How can you fight in a virtual Santa Caligon? I mean, <laughs> well, a lot of no so one. My, not, my so. question was, where's my virtual turkey leg? <laughs> exactly. Like, right. Like, like man, where's my virtual, like, taking my life into my own, own hands, getting on that Ferris wheel? Oh, <laughs> like, God. Exactly. Uh, you know, like. Yeah, but yeah, it was for like the it was for the beer garden. Yeah, virtual beer garden. It was for like the craft tents and stuff like that. You could go shop online. But again, man, it's the part of the thing about Santa Caligon is like if you're gonna shop those tents, you're not looking for something specific. It's almost like it's it's like the epitome of you know the the candy bar rack right at the cash register. It's the epitome of impulse buys. Correct. Like nobody ever goes to Santa Caligon going, boy, I really need to find me a good wind chime. Exactly. They just buy some ridiculous wind chime that just catches their eye, right? Yeah, they're out there. Oh, I like this wind chime. Let me get it. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's been, and I I would say we're far away still. And that goes back to where, but again, even with the vaccine, you know, even if supposedly the vaccine came in November, it would take a long time before it was readily available and blah, 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 and people could take it and whatever it was. So again, they have moved. I'll just say on my end, yours is kind of wrestling. For me, it was obviously concerts and like live music when things started to shut down with it. And so basically all the, all the live music concerts that I have tickets for have basically all just moved back one year right to 2021 i don't know if you had had tickets to like events or anything where they basically they basically just said okay this is gonna happen one year from now relatively around the same date in 2021 that is most likely not gonna happen i i I think that's we're still that's yeah they're not and and here's the other thing about those events that you're going to they're gonna keep pushing them back because they can't afford to give you a refund this is also part of it when and part say, of the reason why they can't afford to give you a refund nation, not the bands themselves that's a stretch maybe it's it's the yes it's like the live nations of the world and the big yes like the ticket masters the reason why they can't is none of their insurance policies have kicked in oh yeah for, for like they, for like ticket master and, yeah and so none of the so like their business interruption policies have not kicked in now they might have some like lloyds of london because the because they don't have like pandemic insurance and it's uh yeah so business interruption insurance is based off of in order for your business interruption insurance to and loss of income to kick in there has to be a it's associated with the property damage right and because there's no property damage is pandemic it doesn't kick in So like, I think I've mentioned, like I would be better off if a tornado touched down and destroyed my shopping center than I would in a pandemic because 
tornado would tear up the shopping center, I can't access my store, loss of income insurance kicks in. Right. Exactly. Government says, hey, it's not safe for the public to go out. Even though they would say it's not safe for you to go into the shopping center because this tornado ripped through it yeah. and the building is structurally unsound. There are government entities saying it's not safe for you to go outside. Yeah, and see, and that's something that needs to be revisited. It needs to be think, you know, rethought over and kind of re-looked at after this. Like there's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna have to kind of prepare differently. And Andy, and that's, I mean, speaking of that Pandora's box, I mean, it just goes back to where there were people and there were plans in place that, and, and not enough and not, not enough, but a lot of that was done away with just because of who did it. And when you get very petty people in these scenarios, in these leadership roles that just destroy things just because the person before them did it is just a terrible precedent and just is, is a perfect example right now of what's happened, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of sad. And again, you've seen it with the tapes that came out today. You know, again, I don't know if you heard, but I just, I don't know what's going on. It's a really sad thing that's happening because I don't, that, do you, did you listen to those tapes at all? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So um, Bob Woodward, um, the famous journalist, he has, so he's been interviewing Trump since February or for, for longer than that, but um, for a book. And of course, Trump's people are like, you dumb, dumb, do not talk to Bob Woodward. What are you doing, man? The Watergate guy. Yes, exactly. And so, right, they're like, please don't do this. But Trump just, again, this is where kind of the vanity comes into play. So in February, Bob Woodward's taping him and he says basically all the true stuff about the pandemic. He says, it's really scary, Bob. Um, It's way worse than the flu. It's really bad. It can be really bad for kids. We thought it was just for old people, but kids can get it. It can be really bad for kids. Like he says some incredible stuff to Bob Woodward and then literally says to Bob Woodward that we are purposely playing it down, that we are playing this down because we think people might panic if they hear that the, the truth, basically. And so he literally tells Bob Woodward and says those exact words, we are playing this down on purpose um, and yes, we know that it, it's worse, way worse than the flu. It can affect kids in a very bad way. Um, it is going to be, you know, there's going to be huge amounts of fatalities and deaths, you know, and stuff. And so, and it's interesting when you hear those tapes, if you ever get a chance to, you hear a different person to me than you hear and what's presented in the media, like what Trump talks like. He's pretending kind of, he's either pretending or he's trying to be like smart in a sense, like, or the way he talks, it's like a totally different person. It's really bizarre. But, but the things he said, again, like to me, is just a good example of where, what the leadership gap that we have and how that's cost huge amounts of lives because he felt like politically it would hurt him. And that's why he was making decisions, you know. Uh, well, let's pick that one up another time. Yeah. We, it's, you were just, talking about- It just came out today. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to people find are, these. I tapes. know we're getting close to shutting things down, but people are literally talking. I mean, bringing back an old um, another episode, but people are talking like there could be a second impeachment again, because again, what he says on tape is, and it's literally on tape, so it's impossible to kind of say it wasn't. You know, I didn't say it. It's it's that bad. You know. But, well, I want to be real careful and 
about what Matt just said. When Matt said we're getting ready to shut it down again, Matt is talking about the recording of this show. He's yeah. not speaking another shutdown in existence. No. You know, the thing is, is we speak things into existence here. Exactly. I mean, how many things have we talked about on here? And then the next thing, you know, I mean, dude, Scary. I'm, I was really surprised actually that it took the Washington Redskins so long after you talked about it for it to actually happen. Like normally, like that one just felt weird that it took almost, you know, six, eight months after you usually talked it about happened. it. Usually, it, it usually it's like, you know, a couple days. The two C's effect. The two C's effect yeah. usually goes right into right into but it. I realized something earlier today. Okay. Um, I am at as we record this. It's Wednesday. Sure. Will, this will drop on Thursday. Yeah. Thursday night, the NFL will kick its season off with the Houston Texans at Kansas City Chiefs. Right. I will be at that game. I know. I was thinking that will be the first Friday or something. That will be the first attended of the major sporting events since last year's Super Bowl. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, since uh, college basketball. Yes. If, if you don't count MLS. I said the major, the four majors. The four major. Well, I, know. It's, I know. MLB. And I'm just NBA, in there. I know. If you, to me. WWE no, and NFL. I, say, I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But here's my thing, though. I will say that NHL and the MLS are getting close to, like, if you're going to throw the NHL in with the, like, the major professional sports, yeah. then I think there's teams in the MLS that are very much drawing way more than the NHL is. So, if that makes sense. Now, as a league and as a draw and as a whole, no way it's as big yet as hockey, but I do think it's close. Now, that's a whole different episode and a whole different thing. And it is amazing what you're going to see. And, again, you're going to be, in, you're going to be in, a, in a stadium with way more people, too. Even in MLS and, and with sporting, they've had, I think, 2,500 people, 5,000 people or something like that. What's the number that they're talking about with the Chiefs? Like 15,000? 16, yeah. 16, which, is, which is kind of funny because the group text. Um, uh, so not the sponsor, Fakeville. No, of course. Real, not. real Phil yes. was on this uh, was on this this text, and uh, he doesn't listen to this shit, so we can bury him too. Um, so the text, the group text is going around. My brother's like, "Gates open at three thirty. We will we will uh, leave my house at three thirty, so we are in the stadium parked by four o'clock." Um, so that's on a separate group text. All right. There's another group text that has Phil in it. Okay. It says, we will leave my house at 3 o'clock, so we are in the stadium at 3.30. That's incredible. <laughs> and I, I don't doubt this at all, and I 100% um, understand why you're doing that, endorse it. Um, I think it's at this point, it's, it's just something you have to do. Dude, I mean, life is all really, like realistically, life is about... It doesn't matter what it is. Life's about expectations. Exactly. Oh, we've talked about it. Exactly. And I, I had this employee, this guy showed up seven minutes, between three and seven minutes late to work every day. And one time I just I said to him, I said, I said, Chase, you show up between three and seven minutes late every day. That means we get off. I am at, at a minimum annoyed with you. Right. Now, if I just caught a rush, I'm pissed at you. Right. Because that was seven minutes that I just got my ass kicked that I didn't need to. Totally. And by the way, when you get here, 
you know, it takes you another 10 to get rolling. So now you're 17 minutes late actually getting to work. I said, if you set your alarm 10 minutes earlier, not only now you are anywhere from seven to three minutes early. Oh. And now no one's I'm pit. thinking you're awesome. You're the best. All right. Ten minutes. Ten minutes either way. And that's that's the thing with with Phil, man. He's like he's not always like a half an hour late. No. But he's, he's but he's late enough to where if and when you People, say not, not a hat, I mean, that's, that's pretty nice of you because I think like he almost is always at least a half hour late. Like I do think you can't say always and that's, you know, but. Well, always. but if you, so the thing is, is like, if I show up say five, 10 minutes early, right. Like if we're supposed to be here at three. I show up at say 10 of three to, sure. you know, maybe help load up or see if there's yeah. something I can do. Okay, and then you're 20 minutes late. Well, I've actually been waiting 30 minutes for you, even though you're really only 20 minutes late. Right. Now you're kind of Tom Coughlin in rules in yeah. a little bit there. Yeah, but, a little. Yeah. yeah. No, still. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure when I leave the foot, uh, when I leave uh, Smoothie Factory, they'll probably set all the clocks back to the real time instead of the five minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On all time, right, five minutes early, man. Well, That's I cool. want to make sure that you are on time to soccer yes. practice, man. Yeah. So, uh, well, this is the last episode of Two C's with a Pod that will not cover some sort of football for the next yeah. uh, until Valentine's Day. So, Probably you're welcome. Unless, unless, um, unless something horrible happens to the season, which it seems like so far so good. So we'll see. So, yeah, zero games in, so far so good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Woo, we're killing it. We're looking good, guys. Good protocol. <laughs> All right, man. We'll have a good have a good practice, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you next good week. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I got to thank the sponsors before uh, okay. before we get out of yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, thanks, Cornerstones. Uh, you guys are awesome over there. Uh, Matt, when's episode two drop? November first. November first, boy. A little time. There's but, a lot of stuff going on. Boy, those guys they they give themselves uh, probably. We're gonna expect huge production value. I know. And, uh, I know. The yeah, expectation and, game again, right? Right. And uh, FPPs, what hot chick pickup, whatever. What, what's this guy called? Fake Phil's chick pickup. Uh, look, man. Yeah, dude, if you guys are having trouble getting limp women, page this guy. Um, hope, hope it works out. Um, Good luck. Yeah. We hope you don't die, but if you do, it's not on us. We exactly. do not endorse or use this. Right. service whatsoever when we really don't even know what the hell it is um we but hey we're gonna cash those checks so that's what exactly. we do all right i uh, we will catch you guys next week at wmc hammer 33 on the twitter yeah. at andy cavanaugh yeah. on the twitter and we are at cs underscore pod yeah. and we are out of time we'll see you guys next week yeah.